Hey, it's Insights, and I'm Ian Simmons. So about two summers ago, we were busy here at ISA putting together a thought leader video series about the future of education. Uh, specifically at that time, we were focused on the impact of the pandemic on how it was going to shape that future. And during that series, I did a podcast and a video with Dr. Paul LeBlanc, that innovative president from Southern New Hampshire University and a good friend of mine. In that segment, Paul shared a simple thought that it really shook me at the time. He said, we don't like some students more than others. Now, his simple comment hit the heart of an age-old problem in education, selectivity. Why is it that we value selectivity in admissions programs so much? Most schools and colleges seek to promote the illusion that they educate only the best students in the region or the country or the globe. And yet, I have to ask myself, what are they really saying when they promote this? Are they selling status, exclusivity, elitism? Each of those concepts seem to run completely the opposite of some of their stated strategic goals about being inclusive and accessible. Now, I'm not sure how education actually got to this place, but in my opinion, it's managed to box itself into a corner in an effort to appeal to the most elite of society, most private schools and colleges have sold this concept of selectivity in admissions, whether it's true or not. And that concept has often triggered other selective behaviors on their part, such as higher prices, limited housing, maybe even inflexible systems and schedules. And on the other hand, they sort of speak out of the other side of their mouth, they've promoted accessibility in their product. Now, their communities may not actually be that diverse, given their selectivity and their price point, but they've promoted that they are accessible and inclusive to all members of society. Now, when I think about this, I have to think about other industries and other challenges in other industries. So let, let's just talk about Apple for a moment. Is it not possible to have a best-in-class product that is still available and achievable by all? Apple doesn't seem to value some customers over others. In North America, Apple has penetrated just about every segment on the socioeconomic ladder. Now, I'm not foolish, I understand. The poorest in our nation don't have new phones or don't carry many Apple products, but they still often carry a version, maybe old, maybe weathered, but a version of the same product that the wealthy carry as well. The, the, the challenge of selectivity has really created a dilemma for private schools and colleges. They've often sought selectivity, not being a best-in-class product, but selectivity as a holy grail of their value as an institution in the eyes of the marketplace. Never really understanding how much of a paradox that's created in terms of creating strategies that are inclusive and accessible to wider populations. And now, in the age of DEIB work, they're stuck trying to reconcile this paradox, developing, developing strategies to continue to promote their selectivity and yet reconcile a greater need for accessibility. Sometimes I think they sound a little bit like a country club, an organization that by category relies on, by definition, on exclusivity and selling status, but yet they have to reconcile their lack of access or inclusivity. The age-old dilemma of selectivity versus accessibility is just another one of these edu-fails that we'll continue to chronicle over the spring and summer. Our next article will actually focus more deeply on how schools and colleges have focused narrowly on selling status and outcomes. Hey, this is Insights, and I'm Ian Simmons. Thanks for joining. Hope you have a great day.